Hello, I'm Jeff. My wife and I host Message of Hope. Message of Hope wants to be your weekly inspirational, motivational, and non-judgmental friend to help you through your week as we share Bible truth and life experiences to let you know you're not alone. Let's join Sandra to see what Message of Hope she has today. Hey guys, it's Sandra, your host, and today we're going to find an anchor to help hold us down when the storms of life try to sweep us off course or capsize our vessels. So let's get started. Several years ago, I was searching for new songs at a Christian bookstore, and I ran across a song I had never heard. From the first time I heard it, though, I really liked it. It spoke to my heart because I was recently divorced and was raising three kids of my own, and it was just a tough time in my life. After I purchased that CD, I googled the artist, and I found the story behind the song titled The Anchor Holds, written by Lawrence Tuning, and it was sung by Ray Bolts. But Mr. Tuning describes many storms in this family's life and how, among the battles, they sought God, they found comfort, encouragement, and hope, and in the end, fresh vision for the calling on their life. Just to share a few of the lyrics, The anchor holds, though the ship is battered. The anchor holds, though the sails are torn. I have fallen on my knees as I face these raging seas. The anchor holds, in spite of the storm. You know, when we think of an anchor, We picture the heavy object that's attached to a rope or a chain, and it's used to moor a vessel to the sea bottom. It's an assurance for the captain and provides security and is of necessity when sailing the seas. In Scripture, the anchor is a representation of our God and our faith. And as the Scriptures we will read show, this anchor This foundation, our God, is what keeps us from being tossed to and fro and gives us a hope during the storms in our life. Hebrews 6, 13-20 When God gave Abraham his promise, he swore by himself, since he couldn't swear by anyone greater. He said, I will certainly bless you and multiply your descendants. So Abraham obtained the promise by showing patience. People pledge by something greater than themselves. A solemn pledge guarantees what they say and shuts down any argument. When God wanted to further demonstrate to the heirs of the promise that his purpose doesn't change, he guaranteed it with a solemn pledge. So these are two things that don't change because it's impossible for God to lie. He did this so that we, who have taken refuge in him, can be encouraged to grasp the hope that is lying in front of us. This hope, which is a safe and secure anchor for our whole being, enters the sanctuary behind the curtain. That's where Jesus went in advance and entered for us, since he became a high priest, according to the order of Melchizedek. Amen. All right, Psalms 112.7. They won't be frightened at bad news. Their hearts are steady, trusting in the Lord. That's how we keep from being frightened. He's our anchor. Can I get an amen? Let's read Romans 5, 1 through 5. Therefore, since we have been made righteous 
Through his faithfulness, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have access by faith into this grace in which we stand through him, and we boast in the hope of God's glory. But not only that, we even take pride in our problems because we know that trouble produces endurance. Endurance produces character, and character produces hope. This hope doesn't put us to shame because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So the scripture is saying, hey, I made you righteous with my faithfulness and you can have peace with me. We can stand through him regardless of our storm and should be reassured that the storms cause change in us. It will produce in us an even better character than we were before the storm. I find that very encouraging. What about you? Let's read Romans 5, 6-11. While we were still weak, at the right moment, Christ died for ungodly people. It isn't often that someone will die for a righteous person, though someone might dare to die for a good person. But God shows his love for us because while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So now we can be even more certain that we will be saved from God's wrath through him. If we were reconciled to God through the death of his son while we were still enemies, now that we have been reconciled, how much more certain is it that we will be saved by his life? And not only that, we even take pride in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, the one through whom we now have a restored relationship with God. Amen. That scripture reassured me that God loves us and he died for us while we were still sinners and that if we walk with him in faith and tough out life's storms, hear and learn the lessons from them that he intends, we will be saved from the coming wrath when everyone will answer to him individually for the things that they've said and done. He wants to see us walk by faith in him. This means we need not to fret about life's storms, but rather prayerfully seek his will and direction to get through it. Jeremiah 29 11 says, I know the plans I have in mind for you, declares the Lord. They are plans for peace, not disaster, to give you a future filled with hope. With that one, we can be strongly assured that God wants the best for us and his plans for us are a future filled with hope. Praise God. 1 Peter 5, 6-10 Therefore, humble yourselves under God's power so that he may raise you up in the last day. Throw all your anxiety onto him because he cares about you. Be clear-headed. Keep alert. Your accuser, the devil, is on the prowl like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Resist him. Stand firm in the faith 
do so in the knowledge that your fellow believers are enduring the same suffering throughout the world. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, the one who called you into his eternal glory in Christ Jesus, will himself restore, empower, strengthen, and establish you. Wow. Now that was another very encouraging word. Throw all your anxieties on him. He cares about you. He warns, keep alert. The devil's the one that's trying to accuse you and is constantly watching. But if we resist him in faith, knowing that we aren't the only ones having to do this, but as we stand firm, the devil will flee. And God will restore, strengthen, and empower us all to keep moving forward in life and to be rewarded for our faithfulness throughout eternity. Praise God. Stick with me now. I want to read 2 Corinthians 4, 1 through 18. I encourage you to go study these scriptures for yourself. There is so much good stuff in them. I can't possibly cover it all here. But they give you great direction for your life. Just check out the show notes on the episode and you'll find all the ones I used listed on there. Okay, 2 Corinthians. This is why we don't get discouraged. Given that we received this ministry the same way that we received God's mercy. Instead, we reject secrecy and shameful actions. We don't use deception and we don't tamper with God's word. Instead, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God by the public announcement of truth. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are on the road to destruction. The God of this age has blinded the minds of those who don't have faith so they couldn't see the light of the gospel that reveals God's glory. Christ is the image of God. We don't preach about ourselves. Instead, we preach about Jesus Christ as Lord and we describe ourselves as your slaves for Jesus' sake. God said that light should shine out of darkness. He is the same one who shone in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in clay pots so that the awesome power belongs to God and doesn't come from us. We are experiencing all kinds of trouble, but we aren't crushed. We're confused, but we aren't depressed. We are harassed, but we aren't abandoned. We are knocked down, but we aren't knocked out. We also carry Jesus' death around in our bodies so that Jesus' life can also be seen in our bodies. We who are alive are always being handed over to death for Jesus' sake so that Jesus' life can also be seen in our bodies that are dying. So, death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. We have the same faithful spirit as what is written in Scripture. I had faith, and so I spoke. We also have faith, and so we also speak. We do this because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us with Jesus, and he will bring us into his presence along with you. All these things are for your benefit, 
as grace increases to benefit more and more people, it will cause gratitude to increase, which results in God's glory. So, we aren't depressed, but even if our bodies are breaking down on the outside, the person that we are on the inside is being renewed every day. Our temporary minor problems are producing an eternal stockpile of glory for us that is beyond all comparison. We don't focus on the things that can be seen, but on the things that can't be seen. The things that can be seen don't last, but the things that can't be seen, they're eternal. Amen. Amen. Just one more for today. It's Mark 4, 35 through 41. That day at evening, Jesus said to his followers, Come with me across the lake. So they left the crowd behind, and they went with Jesus in the boat he was already in. There were also other boats that went with them. A very bad wind came upon the lake. The waves were coming over the sides of the boat, and it was almost full of water. Jesus was inside of the boat, sleeping with his head on a pillow. The followers went and woke him, and they said, Teacher, don't you care about us? We're going to drown. Jesus stood up, and he gave a command to the wind and the water. He said, Quiet, be still. Then the wind stopped, and the lake calmed. He said to the followers, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were very afraid, and they asked each other, What kind of man is this? Even the wind and the water obey him. So let's regroup. Let's focus our attention on and secure ourselves to our God, our anchor, guys. The storms of this life, they'll pass. The seas in our lives, they will calm as we follow the guidance of our Father, the only one that the wind and the seas obey. With that, I'm going to close for today. We ask that if you enjoy Message of Hope, that you would take just a second, like, share, and comment on your favorite player, and check out our blog at msgofhope.com. Now let me pray for you before we go. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Until next time, 